Today's show is brought to you by Casper. Receive $50 towards any mattress purchase at caspertrial.com slash ring. Welcome to the Put a Ring on a Podcast, a podcast for anyone looking to beautify their wedding. I'm Danielle Pasternak, wedding planner and Broadway star wannabe. I'm Daniel Moyer, wedding photographer, and I love to mow my lawn. I'm Christy Rice, stationary artist and author, and I love chocolate-covered gummy bears. Let's do this. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 46 of the Put a Ring on a Podcast. It's a very special episode. It is very special episode. Dan and I certainly bring uh, different aspects to this podcast with regard to photography and planning, but really decor and style is not really something that we chat about very often. So I'm super excited today. We're going to be talking to Christy Rice, who is a trailblazer of hand-painted wedding stationery. Now, think about that for a moment. Hand-painted wedding stationery. And guys, that's just the tip of an iceberg. Um, Each and every one hand-painted every each and every one one not like one's painted and then it goes through like a copy machine which is what (laughs) i would do (laughs) or printer (laughs) or printer right so that in and of itself is just amazing to me but it really barely cracks the surface um of of what christy is about and her team at momental designs and we're really excited to have her on the show today Uh, momental designs just has garnered attention from wedding publications and celebrity couples worldwide christy's artworks also been used in well-known well-known brands such as envelopments papyrus beholden and for those ladies out there listening i know you know what these things are um Finally, her eighth book, The Painter's Wedding, is now available on Amazon, and it's honestly just page after page of just beautiful and and breathtaking inspiration. So now that we've swole your head up and such, Christy, um, (laughs) why don't you tell us a little bit about you as well? So welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you so much for having me. Um, Gosh, yeah, you kind of said it all, but... Uh, so a little bit more about me. So I'm an artist. Uh, that's where I start and that's where I end. And I have this amazing team of women that I work with every day and we get to, you know, design and dream for some of the world's most creative couples. So, wow. and that's really at the heart and soul of what we do here every day. Uh, I've gotten a little distracted over the last couple of years, started writing books and, traveling all over the world styling for editorial and so and now I'm getting into a lot of licensing with my artwork and yeah so that's that's me that's that's momental Mm-hmm. I've had the uh, opportunity to work with you, Christy, on a very few occasions um, and yes. witness sort of the, the brilliance of, of how everything comes together and, and the way you work and it's um, it's so much more than the stationary aspect that you bring to it. You just, you have a great way of bringing um, a very unique viewpoint um, and you love just flipping things on its head and doing things as differently as possible. And for some reason, when you do it, it works. If I were to do it, it would look like mashed potatoes um, on cream cheese. (laughs) But when you do it, it just works beautifully. So it's brilliant. Thank you. So, So what is it about your, well, actually, first, let me ask this. 
So is is more of what you do like the traveling and the styling, or is more of what you do invitations and and uh, work for couples who are hiring you for that? So I mean that's a great question. Um, it's both. So cool. I several years ago kind of stepped away from the day to day of Momental Designs, but Momental Designs continued on full and strong with the team cool. that we have in place. Um, I stepped away because I wanted to express myself a little bit more as an artist. It's, you know, my personal work and my personal um, kind of dreams, I guess, so to speak. Yeah. And so um, we still here at Momental do about 400 custom projects a year. Um, so nothing has slowed down at Momental. Uh, it's just that I now have a team in place that can really manage the day-to-day -day and, and do it, honestly, so much better than I ever did. Uh, so... <laughs> I'm really excited about that. So, and that has allowed me to go on and illustrate, write books and travel and ed do editorial and spend a lot more time with my personal artwork. So just from a business perspective, can I say how much I, I love that? Um, just go ahead. One of the things that I really love about what you said is that like, like you still have these projects that you do and that each and every single thing is still hand done. It's hand drawn by, by an artist. And, you know, business would say like, Oh, find the easiest route to make more of this or that, or, you know, plow through, make the bottom line better, you know, pull profits, whatever it is. And I just mm. love that. Like, like it, it's so much about the art of it for you. And it's so much about the, and I'm, maybe I'm reading into this a little bit here, but it's, it's about expressing yourself, right. As, Absolutely. as an artist and giving people the best possible piece of art. It's not just, you're throwing an invitation out there. Each of these, no. uh, each <laughs> of these invitations or whatever is a piece of art itself. That's amazing. Yeah. That's a really good point. And I'm so glad that you said it. And it reminded me of, of really the point of what we do. And, uh, you know, years ago, I decided to bring on other artists other than myself because I know what I'm good at. I know what my, where I'm, where my wheelhouse is. I, I know yeah. that, but I realized quickly, like, no, I don't love doing architecture and I can't give our couples the very best of architecture, of portraiture, of animals, because it's not what I love. So mm -hmm. years and years ago, I decided to bring on additional artists that could really partner with me and kind of, you know, fulfill what I couldn't with our clients. So that is so true that at the very heart of what we do, the heartbeat of momentum is not a bottom line. It is not, you know, just getting it done and throwing an invitation out there at a client. It is truly about the art and, and helping our couples tell their story. Who's, who's the best artist for that? Who has the best approach on our team? So, yeah. Wow. Good for you. I'm a self-proclaimed control freak, and I know that's not easy mm. to uh, let go of that. Um, you're it's not quite not. a Virgo, but I think you're on the cusp. Um, I'm a Libra. You are. So you're all about the balance, but you're a September baby. So you're to me, like, mm -hmm. you're still a little bit Virgo. <laughs> uh, and Virgos <laughs> have that hard time. Maybe that's what makes you a good Libra, is you are able to see where, um, where, you, where you can balance yourself with other people. That's such a, that's such yeah. a good quality. And I imagine for an artist... Um, that must be a very difficult personal thing. It's a very vulnerable thing as well, which we talk about. Uh, Incredibly vulnerable. Quite a bit. Yes. So you mentioned the things that you don't love to do. What is it that you do love to do? <laughs> yeah. So I am all about floral. Anything that has to do with floral is my jam. Uh, I do also, I love pattern. I love textiles. I love 
anything that has to do with layering a lot of different textures and a lot of different finishes. But um, my work really central is very central to floral. So yes. um, I do love architecture, but I have a very, very specific approach to it. It's very casual, very loose and, and gestural. Yeah, I'm. Uh, we'll talk about it later in the episode, um, sort of where to find you on Instagram. But you're one of my favorite parts of Instagram in the morning as I'm scrolling because you're always like <laughs> painting something or you're showing something Aww. you sketched. And that's um, that's one of those skills that I personally don't have and I don't understand how people can just do it so so easily. Um, <laughs> not to downgrade it that it's an easy thing because I know you put so no, much time no. into it. I know what you mean. But it's something that I think comes very, very natural to you. So anytime like I see you're one of yeah. your like your watercolor things. Oh, I just get, I can, I absolutely get mesmerized with those things on Instagram. <clears throat> so th that being said, um, too, we were talking about patterns and different stuff. So for everybody listening, if you've been in the world of wedding stationery and you're starting to look at these different companies and depending on who you're going through, I can probably promise you you've seen Christie's work out there. Um, if it was like a floral, beautiful thing coming together, it probably has Christie's name on it somewhere. So now that now that you are meeting Christie, you can keep an eye out for it and be like, hey, I know that lady. Yeah, <laughs> I saw her. You know, I listened to her on the podcast. We've been very luck lucky. Google has been very kind to us over the years. And like, you could type in wedding and we come up in Google image search. It's crazy. That, wow. It's crazy. Awesome. So, yeah. So I want to talk about uh, a little bit about the process of what it's like working with you, because I think sure. um, by nature, many couples getting married, it's often the first go at this and often a first go at even planning a large scale event. Mm -hmm. And it, it's it's often this process of you don't know what you don't know, which makes the wedding world really hard to navigate. And sometimes we don't figure things out until it's too late. And then they look back yeah. and say, oh, I should have done that. And why didn't I do this? And I think invitations is one of those to do tasks on the to do list. That's like, OK, oh, where do we start? Um, uh -huh. And I think working with you and your team at Momental is probably a little bit more of a unique process than just going online and typing into a template. Well, obviously, it's a much bigger difference. <laughs> but when is it that you find a lot of couples are reaching out to you in terms of their timeline and, and heading towards their wedding? Yeah, so that's that's a, an interesting question, because you would think there would be like an average. And there really <laughs> isn't. I mean, we could work with couples from anywhere from two years out, Mm -hmm. to, you know, we're still booking couples four months out from, from their wedding date. So, and that's, you know, that's another, that's a common occurrence. So, um, it really just depends on the expectation. Some couples come to us two years out and they are very, they get it. They're, they're like, we don't know what we want. We okay. know we love your style. We've seen a ton of things that, that we love. But we have no clue what that means for us. We just know that we want to work with you. And that's like your two-year couple because that that is like sirens going off in my head. We're going to need some time here. <laughs> <laughs> so um, not always the case. I've had couples come to us with a complete like clueless, you know, um, attitude. <laughs> really not in, a, not in a bad way, but they're mm -hmm. just clueless. They don't know what they want. Right. And, you know, we've wrapped it up in a couple of months, whatever. Uh, but then there are couples that absolutely come to us because we have thousands of archived designs online. And they'll just be like, I like that and change it to pink. And we're done in two weeks. 
Um, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so, so processes to me always always intrigue me. And as as you're going through this, are you sort of doing it like assembly line style, or because you're not just making one whole invitation and then you know packing that up to put in the way, and then you're starting assembling a new invitation, right? Like, right. That's just cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it um, It definitely is sort of a, an assembly line process when it comes to production. Um, everything's kind of done, you know, all the cutting's done, all of the edging's done, all the painting's done by, you know, color. Um, so it definitely, you know, we, we, because we want each invitation, obviously, I always say, if it doesn't feel hand-painted or look hand-painted then it might as well not be hand-painted right so when stuff leaves our studio it has to you have to be able to feel it or at least visually say oh my gosh that's absolutely hand-painted um so we want each piece to have its own personality but we also want each piece across the board when they're compared to one another to look somewhat similar so we've we've kind of figured out a really cool process that, you know, allows us to get a, a similar look across the board, but still allows for each piece to have its own personality. Which Ooh, is very or- cool. And I think something that um, a guest receiving that has to look at that and be like, oh my gosh, wait, like, honey, come look at this. <laughs> like, this is, yeah, this is not just your standard invitation, which is, which is very, very cool. Um, and that said, we are definitely sort of, transitioning into this world where we're in a more paperless world i've been watching a yes. lot of the office so for me like i'm always trying to do whatever i can to save dunder mifflin here alongside michael scott but in all, <laughs> all intents and purposes it's not uncommon to get a question of is it okay to send out digital rsvp cards or digital invites and i'm curious what your thoughts are on that yes so Guys, hold on to your seat. I have a feel like I feel like we're we're in for it here. I'm excited. We're about to get some we're about to get some knowledge dropped on us here. Yes. Mm. No I have very strong opinions about this, but they're probably not what you would think. Okay. So when when we first started getting requests, you know, noticeable influx of requests for digital pieces, you know, digital save the dates, digital invitations, obviously our knee-jerk reaction was like, no. No, we're not going to do that for you. We're hand painted. Um, <laughs> come on now. So, but here's the thing. What I've realized is that our couples, it's not, it, it's not about this. There's not a trend of couples just wanting to forego paper. It's really not what it's about. It's about having choices and having options for their guests. And that's what you know, the age that we're in has offered all of us just choices. And so what we're seeing is like a hybrid experience where couples are choosing to, maybe it's a digital save the date with some follow-up paper to certain guests that they know, you know, will be more receptive to a paper piece. Um, Maybe it's a a physical paper invitation with some kind of digital follow-up with more information Um, So we're not seeing a complete abandonment of, you know, or an influx of an abandonment of, you know, paper invitations. We're just seeing couples wanting to get super creative with their options when it comes to digital, um, digital papery, let's call it. Mm -hmm. So um, we've really Mm -hmm. embraced that. And we've, you know, we've developed some, some options for our couples who do want to infuse 
digital pieces into their collection. We do have the conversation with them though, that guys, your finished product is hand painted. So you you want a digital piece incorporated into your suite. Mm-hmm. So we need to come up with a solution so it still feels and still has the integrity of a momental hand-painted piece. And so we've had a lot of success with that and, and our couples have been very responsive to it. So, okay. Cool. So paper is not dead. Uh, it absolutely is not dead. It's, it's all about choices and it's all about a hybrid paper experience. So, right. And I like what you said that it's, it also comes down to the guest experience as well. Um, that it's, you know, there's a certain digital aspect to it that is convenient. Um, but there's also this really wonderful part about uh, the guest receiving this invitation or save the date, because ultimately, while for the couple planning the wedding, the save the date or invitation comes after a few other decisions regarding the wedding have been made. But from a guest perspective, especially those not directly involved in the planning, this is their first touch and their first impression of the event that they're heading into. So you want to make your best first impression of this event as as great as possible. And I think, like you said, I think having options and knowing those options uh, is is great to make a decision to what works best for them as a couple. Absolutely. I think couples too, though, have heard it over and over again. It's like, it's almost cliche that the invitation is your first glance and no offense. Oh, correct. Obviously. (laughs) Oh, I thought I was breaking molds with that. No, Um, (laughs) but I think couples are so used to hearing that, but I, our team wants to kind of flip the switch on that statement. You know, yes, the invitation of the day is your, your, your guest's first glance at the style, the color, the tone of the event. But it is, it's not just that. It's the beginning. It can be the beginning of an artistic journey. And I know that almost sounds even more cliche. Goodness, Chrissy. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. But, keep going. I like that. But seriously, your paper, it, it is a visceral experience. It, it's mm-hmm. something that is in your hands. And it, it can kind of, it can get you excited about the event. It can freak you out. It could, if it's not done well, it could be like, oh my gosh, what is all this information? These cards are flying at me. I don't know what's happening. So it's it's an experience. It's the beginning of an experience, and it's it's a it's a thread. It's a thread that that starts with a save the date, and it it wraps up at the end with a thank you note. And what happens in between is a huge huge opportunity to not only communicate with your guests but to connect with them to actually have an emotional connection with every single guest and have them feel really part of this celebration. Isn't that ultimately what you're trying to do with, with the invitation? Um, it evokes some kind of sense of uh, emotion. Like if, if people are investing um, this much time and resources and energy in what you yes. do and isn't, I mean that without, isn't that why people hire you? I mean, there are yes. like it, it's, there's there there's many flavors of photographers, right? Um, there's people who show up on the wedding day. They you know you get hired a year out, and then maybe three or four days beforehand, you learn a little bit about the couple, you learn about the wedding day, and then you move forward. And then there's right. people on the opposite end of the spectrum who, by the time they show up, they they want to feel like you're seeing an old friend. I feel like you're you're the equivalent of that. You're the um, you're the the wanting to create an experience rather than just spit out a product. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, we, I just, we just had a gal send in her final payment the other day and she legitimately said, 
I'm really sad to send in our final payment because it means we're done. We're done with Momental. And like, it's, you know, we hear that somewhat often, you know, people be like, I can't believe it's, we're done. I can't believe it's over because you do develop a relationship and nothing. I, I feel like talking about art, helping our couples learn about art, how to speak about it, how to view it, how to respond to it is an incredibly intimate experience, not to sound gross, but it's a very emotionally intimate experience that you're going yeah. through with these, with these couples. And so there absolutely is a connection and we are absolutely cognizant of it almost every hour of the day. And we, we don't take it lightly and it, it's a, you know, it's, it's serious stuff um, because they're trusting us with that story and they're trusting us with their family history and with all of it. How do how do you find with um, working with different couples? Because I think we've all experienced couples that are the type of people who will just spill their entire guts to you and the other type where they are a little bit more reserved and sort of yes. don't know maybe what they do or don't want. So how do you yeah. sort of navigate that? Yeah. Does a couple need to have like their full vision figured out before coming to you? No, absolutely not. And I'm so glad you asked that question. It's such an important one. And I think it's one that any couples that are going through a custom or bespoke invitation design experience aren't really expecting. Um, but it's so important for couples to realize when they're using the right company, and there's there's quite a few good companies out there that do kind of what we do, I'm not going to lie. Mm -hmm. uh, but there's, there's ones that Mm, yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> we all feel that way about all of our all of our roles for sure. <laughs> I know, um, but you have to, you know, your couples aren't. They shouldn't come to you with a complete vision. They they don't. Sh they shouldn't feel like they have to come to you with a complete vision, because that's our job. It's our job to yep. you know inspire conversation. It's our job. I you know some days we feel like um, you know psychologist and a life uh -huh. coach and I'm not saying this in a bad way I am I feel honored to have that that position with our couples um, but we have learned how to understand people when they're saying very little um, we've learned how to curate couples when they're saying a whole lot <laughs> um, so that that comes with that comes with time that comes with respect uh, for the person on the other other end of the phone or on the screen. And uh, it's a huge part of what we do, but absolutely not. We want our couples to come to us. Our favorite is when our couples come to us and say, we love a lot of what we've seen, but we don't know what that means for us. Help, 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 help. Mm -hmm. And then we can just dive in into the whole design experience. So, so let's take a quick break and talk about our sponsor for this amazing episode, and that's Casper. Casper mattresses are like sleeping on a dreamy cloud. They offer zoned support so your back gets extra support to stay aligned, which is more and more awesome as we get older. Not that we're admitting we're getting older, but you know. And if you're like a furnace at night like I am, um, Casper uses this amazing stuff called open cell foams that have tiny itty bitty little pores to help the excess hot air escape. So you can stay cool as a cucumber all night long. Yep, and they offer free shipping and returns. So your mattress is going to literally show up in this tiniest box possible. Um, it's it's ridiculous considering that a mattress is being shipped to you this way um, and super easy. So as a put a ring on a podcast listener, Casper is giving you $50 towards any mattress purchase. 
Visit caspertrial.com slash ring to save $50 off your mattress. Sleep better or your money back. Now back to the show. So I guess if we're, if we're sort of switching gears here a little bit, I feel like in the same vein, but um, so if we're diving like into the actual world of, of design then and how you're designing for your couples, um, a very practical question that I'm wondering is, uh, is, is Matchy Matchy dead? I sure hope have- so. <laughs> <laughs> can it be? So can well, it be? Let's break down like what is matchy matchy, right? Yeah. So I wish for a more formal way to say it, but it's it. it's matchy matchy. So yeah. Um, okay. So matchy matchy is like my invitation has you know a pink border, and surrounded by that is um. Uh, lavender border of paper and it has pink peonies on the actual invitation and so that exact combination or recipe then is going to be repeated on everything it's going to be repeated on table numbers and place cards and and there's no evolution i think the definition of matchy matchy is that there's very little evolution of the artistic Mm. experience the visual experience from the first piece that guests see to the last. So what we're big on is, you know, treating the invitation suite or or, excuse me, the whole paper suite from beginning to end, treating it as an artistic composition where there's certain pieces that are going to stand out and be showstoppers. There's certain pieces that are just going to be beautiful, soft kind of background elements. Uh, There's certain Uh. pieces that are going to be like, Uh, a little crazy with pops of unexpected color that, you know, aren't seen in other pieces. But when you put it all together, one piece next to another, it makes sense. And it's like this beautiful composition. Uh, So, yes, Matchy Matchy is dead. I'm proclaiming it. I'm speaking that truth right now. Boom. (laughs) Preach. Matchy Matchy, Mason Jars, Burlap. So far, we're starting a list. (laughs) what what else what other trends and practices do you think that couple should avoid whether they're going with you or or somebody else like just somebody who's who's in the thick of it they're they're just kind of rocking and rolling what do you think people need to avoid to f- get the best out of their yes. um their, their paper goods so great question and i have strong opinions of course again we love uh, opinions we this would be a the very word, boring episode if she had no opinions on this. That's, true. that's, that's straight up true. Um, we really work hard at helping our couples to avoid being too literal in their interpretations. So what that means, um, I have peonies, white tulips, um, and Lily of the Valley in my wedding bouquet. And those are the only flowers that can be on anything in my entire wedding that is being incredibly literal gotcha and and so what can happen um is that can really really uh limit your creative process it can it's basically like you're building big tall walls around your creativity when you do things like that and when you when you require that of yourself so we try to really encourage our couples to, to be a little bit more expressive in what they allow us to create for them and not so literal. 
Um, so again, another example, we do a lot of venue illustrations. Our couples have such a strong connection to their venues. And so, hmm. you know, they will give us an, an inspiration image to work from and they will just pick it apart like blade of grass by blade of grass to the point where the whole message becomes very foggy. So sometimes less is more in the, in the artistic experience. Sometimes um, just pulling, kind of stepping away from the work, the, what you're doing. So for example, as an artist, when I'm painting, one of the rules of thumb as a, as just a painter is, you know, you're painting for hours and hours and hours and you're agonizing over parts of your painting and you're working close up. You're supposed to stand up and step back from your work every couple of hours. And that will give you perspective. And that's mm. what we're trying to teach our couples is to stand up, back away from the barn picture and back away from, you know, all of this specific bouquet details that you are hyper-focused on back away and look at the big picture. Yeah. So we, we try to help them stand up, breathe back away and look at the big picture. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. That's heavy. I know. I'm sorry. No, Love it's it. a good kind of heavy. So with all, um, with all these, uh, the world that we live in right now, inspiration is not only everywhere, but it's very accessible with places like Style Me Pretty, Green Wedding Shoes, all of the magazines and all of these different places out there. Um, is it good when you're planning a wedding to, to look at these resources? And Pinterest, I mean, that's another big one. Yeah. So here's the thing. You're going to look at the, I know our couples are looking at them. There's, I can tell you forever and ever, amen, to not look, but you're going to look. Mm -hmm. here's my re here's my recommendation um when you're starting off the pro the your planning process absolutely look get on pinterest make your boards do your thing you know go on style me pretty do your thing but once you've decided on a color palette an aesthetic overall back away yep. back yes. away back away yes uh, and just pull back because you're just going to confuse yourself and and so, uh, the other thing too is, is get a good balance. It's just like a healthy diet, get a good balance of non-wedding inspiration in addition to your actual wedding inspiration, because the last thing you want to do is just regurgitate what someone else has done. And I, yep. you know, our couples struggle with this as well. Um, they, they find comfort in the decisions that other people have made about everything about their invitations, about their bouquets. And that, that's really what Style Me Pretty is about. That's really what Pinterest is about. It's like, a, it's like crowdsourcing your ideas, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so our couples, and I get it, they find comfort in that because everything about planning their wedding is new and it's foreign and it's big and it's scary and it's expensive and you don't want to make a mistake. But the biggest thing I can say, you know, and, and I, I, this comes up in my book a lot, is just trust yourself and... And trust your own ideas. You know, look at what's hanging on your wall in your home. That's the biggest thing. You've made a decision about what you've hung on your wall. You can certainly make a decision about what your wedding's going to look like. You know what you like. You know what clothes you like to wear. You know what style. You know what colors you paint your walls. You know those things and you trust those things for the most part. So you can trust yourself with your wedding design. 
Mm. Isn't that isn't that interesting? Because we we not just make these decisions about our home. We live in our home every single day. We have to essentially live with these decisions that we've made. But when it comes to the wedding itself, we suddenly second guess everything that we know about who we are and what we think we like and what we what we actually just love. Uh, that's a really interesting way to put it. You don't have to become, which Dan and I talk about this a lot, you don't have to become something else just because you've now earned the title or received the title of bride or groom. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's You can still absolutely be you and, and showcase that in a really beautiful way. Yeah, uh, That's such a good way to put it. So w- where are places that you go for inspiration? I feel like you're going to be like, I go to my kitchen and look at the garbage can and then I draw flowers. <laughs> <laughs> That's hysterical. You crack me up. Um, so <laughs> I, I myself have to be careful. I, uh, you know, I, I have my Instagram feed that I look at every morning and it's filled with other wedding, you know, media outlets, blogs yes. and, and whatnot. So uh, I have to be careful. So I really, I do find a lot of inspiration on Instagram. I'm not going to lie. I was just reading the other day that like Google searches are dead and that Instagram is the new search engine. And that's like old news, isn't it, Danielle? That's like old news. She's shaking her head. Yeah. (laughs) It's, it's, it's not uncommon thought now, but (laughs) yeah. And I can see why I certainly use it. Absolutely. So I actually will, I will search hashtags on Instagram um, and find, you know, a, a wealth of, of, of information. There's, there's, there's a lot of people out there on Instagram that are super talented and wicked famous that have like a hundred followers. It's crazy. Seek them out. Like I love, um, uh, I love finding out who designed like the runway shows for the big fashion names. I love, love, love finding out. So that's one of my big inspirations. Like, Go do some digging, like, you know, um, Carolina Herrera, and find out who did the runway design for her most recent runway show in New York or wherever she was, or, uh, you know, and and research those designers. That's just a really cool, I found some really cool stuff, really cool installation artists that way. Um, I also love, like, travel accounts. Like, the newest one that I've been following, I have to go find her name. She's this really cool chick and she travels all over the place and she kind of lives in London and she kind of lives other places. And, uh, I find a lot of inspiration. Her name is Katie one. It's K A T I E one O N E. Um, and she's just a really cool travel account has nothing to do with weddings. Um, and her, her feed is fantastic. So yeah, those are my two suggestions, you know, travel accounts and, fashion runway designers i like that because i i i look at my uh my soul in a version of tanks and i know that if i start filling up one tank too much um Mm. then all my other tanks get low and then i feel i feel really off balance so if you are planning your wedding it is easy to fill your wedding tank up with all things wedding 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 and to the point where your tank can't take anymore so suddenly all that like frustration it just builds up so if you keep filling those other tanks with just food inspiration travel inspiration architecture inspiration whatever it is that that you like or maybe things you don't even know that you like just sort of go out there and go down a bit of a rabbit hole i think that's really important and you don't really know what you might find Another one that I love doing is um, research just editorial stylists, not wedding stylists, just editorial stylists. 
they're the people that basically make magazine pages look really awesome. So go read, just like Google um, editorial stylists and follow some Instagram accounts that way. That is like crazy inspiration, beautiful stuff. You'll love it. That's awesome. One of the themes that I, I'm hearing, uh, and it resonates with me uh, as a wedding photographer who tries to not be a wedding photographer, is uh, <laughs> the idea that like the the what I'm creating now hopefully transcends the wedding day. And in, in many years mm. from now, 30 years from now, you'll, you know, if we're talking about a heterosexual couple, they'll they'll be able to sit down on the couch, look at their wedding album, and, you know, in front of their kids say, you know, dad still does look at me like that. Um, like, it's not about the right now. I think it's interesting that, like, you're, you're taking something that I would think of as just, like, the thing that only has to do with the wedding and turning it into artwork. Um, yeah, and I th it's it's a naive, narrow uh, way of looking at a a, a paper product. Um, but I guess I just didn't have that insight until I started talking to you. And I I love that my perspective on that has has adapted because you've like I've seen this other way, and I think that that's such a groundbreaking way of of taking something that I think many people might just think of as just the invitation and quite literally turning it into a piece of art that somebody will want to save and, and hang on their wall because it's beautiful. It's not just functional. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I say often, I was uh, posting to Instagram late one night on my stories and mm -hmm. I, it just kind of came out of me and it was like, we're making art collectors out of some person that just decided to open an envelope. And it just like poured out of me and I'm like, but that hits it on the head so much of what we're doing and, and what planners do. You're, they're making, you know, art collectors, art reviewers, art buyers out of people that just decided to plan a wedding. Um, and I think those kind of, that kind of approach is, is so powerful um, when it comes to wedding design, because like you said, it, it just completely transcends the wedding day. And going back to a shameless plug of my book, I talk about <laughs> that a ton in the painter's wedding in that what I'm teaching you in this book is, is going to, it's going to translate into how you design your home, how you design your life, how you design a Sunday brunch. Um, and so Aww. all of this work couples out there hello is is not for not it, it will it will carry on it will transcend hmm. i love that that's awesome all right christy as we wrap up this episode um we've talked a bit about it on instagram but where specifically can people go find you connect with you uh buy your books hire oh you gosh. yeah love you etc so you can find you can go check us out momentaldesigns.com it's the word momental or moment with an A-L on the end and then designs. <laughs> not not monumental, monumental designs. We did a whole spoof video about how we're not monumental designs. Anyway, <laughs> so com. Actually, Christy, yeah. not to interrupt you, I was at an event once where they had a, they had used your website or something as an example of, of what to do. It was oh. like a very positive, good example. And I, and for some reason there was a picture of your mom right on this front page. So it, it just caught my <laughs> eye instantly. And underneath it had given credit to monumental designs. 
And I was just like, oh, man. And I, I think I was down in D.C. Oh, I was man. either in D.C. or Vegas. I for, forget what it was for. It was awesome. <laughs> uh, I told them afterwards very subtly, like, you might want to change that because it's not monumental. It's momental, uh, which they were very nice about. But I just I, thought that was very cool. Yeah, I'm a I committed told you that. the ultimate business naming sin uh, of an easily mispronounceable name. So there you go. <laughs> Whoops. That's OK, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, can you say uh, yeah. so can you say your website one more time? Yes. So you can find me at MomentalDesigns.com. You can also please find me on Instagram at Momental. Lots of fun stuff there. At Christy the Painter also. And um, also Paint Crush Paper. That's something really new for us. So find us on Instagram three places. Trust me, guys, you won't be sorry, especially if you like watching people paint like in watercolors. (laughs) It's freaking mesmerizing. Thanks for being here, Christy. Oh, my gosh. This was a blast. Thank you so much. All right, guys, as always, check out the Put a Ring on It podcast website for show notes. We'll put a link to all of Christy's things um, on there as well. Uh, in addition to when you're on Instagram following at Momental, follow at DPNAC and at Daniel Moyer photo uh, so that we are all sharing and feeling the love and doing the Instagram things. Yep. Feeling happy. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in this week. We'll talk to you soon. See ya. See ya.